Man, Dr. Andrews, we are live. Are you ready to kick this thing off? Yes. Let's do it. KTTV, uh, giving you what you need. Uh, motivation, education unleashed. H-Time representing, we forever keep it rolling. Join the conversation with inspirational stories. Thought provoking, feel that energy. Kendrick Thomas aiming to lift the community. True indeed, uh, tune in, come and see. Giving you what you need, KTTV. Let's go. KTTV. And we are back. What to do, KTTV? This is KT, and we are here for season two of Education Unleashed. And with that being said, I have none other than the director, than Madam President, <laughs> than the new doctor herself. Miss Dr. Julia Andrews, how you doing tonight, Doc? Hey, y'all. I'm well. How are you? Look, I told you, as you know, in our pregame talking, it's been one of the realest weeks in history for me. But uh, we're going to push through, and we're going to make it happen tonight. Okay. That's it. That's it. So now, before we jump into things, I always like to do a wellness check. Uh, and so I just wanted to say, how have you been doing, Doc, in this go, go, go world? And then how are you finding that time to decompress on the back end? Yes, yeah, so we uh, I'm in a go 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 uh right now. Um but I'm I'm waiting to um decompress so after February 9th our Hapsi teacher of the year event I'll be able to sleep. Right now I have some things keeping me up or waking me up early so um these next 2 weeks I'm going 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 but soon and very soon I'll be okay. <laughs> soon and very yes. soon. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I like that. That, that, that yeah. is it. Uh, but but like you say, taking care of the business and then finding that time to rest and relax, maybe do a and d all of that good stuff, all of the above. Yes, it's so, it's so important. And taking care of an elderly uh, parent, which I do now, um, is, a, is a different beast of its own. And so um, sometimes you find yourself taking care of other people, not taking care of yourself. So I'm going to mm. try and find some time to get some self-care in uh, soon. Soon. Yeah, and that that is one thing though. Uh, like you say, just um, always putting yourself last. You know, like I've been sick uh, yes. this week, and so, but I woke up this morning like, oh yeah, I'm going to work today. I'm gonna do it, man. I think people said 102. I said, you know, uh, just lay back down. Yes, <laughs> but you know, it's still we're trying to get out there because it's it's more about the people, you know. But, yeah. but sometimes it forces you. To put that light on yourself and so right now that's where i'm at yeah all right we have so, to take care of ourselves our body our body will shut us down yeah yeah and once they do that now i'm not able to do anything for yeah, anybody right. including myself <laughs> you know um I, I wanted to say thank you though for coming on to the season premiere uh this season we got so many awesome people you know i thank you i got uh dr mays coming on that's oh yeah yeah so february 9th is our date so, uh, yeah. oh, awesome. Uh, Dr. DeBose, she'll be on. So, so many people, you know, yes. that's coming on to share. Uh, so thank you for kicking this thing off the right way, Doc. Thank you for having me. Now, for the people that don't know, the people in the back, <laughs> can you give us a little bit of information on you and your your background uh, in, in the director uh, role that you're in now? So um, the job that pays me, um, that I go to every day, I'm the director for the Center for Safe and Secure Schools for Harris County Department of Ed, and I've been in the director role for three years. 
Um, before that, um, I was two years as a specialist in the same division, um, working on um, social and emotional learning, culture and climate. Before that, I was an assistant principal and a teacher in Houston ISD. And then um, I started my career for nine years in SciFair ISD. And so SciFair is my home. I actually just moved back here to SciFair. So um, I love it here. Mm, come on now, SciFair. Yeah. yeah. Now, and, and so also, um, I know tonight we're going to talk a little bit about HAPSI as well. And so, uh, President... <laughs> For but, just a few more months. But how was that process though? Like, like, were you, did you have to campaign and go all out? So, you know, I did campaign. It was, um, but Hapsi is like a family. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's, it's not like cutthroat campaign or um, we've, I've been in the work for Hapsi for a while. And so it was like a natural progression. Okay. So, um, and I was excited. I was excited to be president, um, but being a president of an organization um, and having a full-time job, you you have to find balance, and and that's what um, I tell people. So you'll always see me smiling, but somewhere soon, I'm you know, mm, might be right. crying, staying up late, uh, things that keep me up at night. Just just making sure that our members are okay, and then that we're putting on programs and events that benefit all of our members in the community and, and speaking for what we stand for in HAPSI, you know, giving back to um, our teachers and the education community. Yeah. Yeah. Most definitely. Like you said, the 29th uh, teacher of the year. Um, and so I know when those votes come out or when that word comes yeah. out around the campus and they leave, you're like, okay, well, who's going to be, and who's yeah. going to do it? You know, so, so awesome work. Uh, that you all are doing and congratulations for running that race just a few more months yeah i know it's real <laughs> so i wanted to start tonight i guess on a light note uh, so let's just jump into that work because we know uh all of the changes uh for security in schools uh and the reason why kind of takes yeah. you down so for before the, we get there okay uh i, I just wanted to talk about um hapsy so for those that don't know what or does the letters stand for? And what are some of the services provided to educators here in Houston? So HAPSI stands for the Houston Area Alliance of Black School Educators. And um, we're open. It's an open membership professional organization for anyone. Um, we support our teachers through training, uh, recognition, which you'll see February 9th, um, professional growth, um, networking and supporting not only our teachers and educators, our adults, but um, this year, this is our second year implementing our Youth Involvement Academy. And so those are high school students um, and we get them prepared to graduate and go on to college or some type of career field, um, trade, military. So we give them the tools to be successful and they meet monthly. We have some amazing volunteers that are working with our um, young adults and they are going to put on a summit the last Saturday in um, February at uh, Worthing High School. And so we'll invite students from all over. We're hoping um, districts will just bust them in and the students plan the summit. And so we just are there to feed them. But the students do everything. We bring in um, different people to talk to students about college, career, life, um, their emotional health, their physical health. Um, and it's a half a day, but the kids absolutely love it. And we love doing it. And so this is our 
second year doing it coming out of COVID and uh, we're looking forward to it. Yeah. That yeah. Me of the old school BET. Yes. Teen yes. Summit. Teen Summit. That's, yes. <laughs> yes. And so supporting our youth was so important to me because those are our future. Yeah. Those are our future. And so they need to see um, professional um, and positive role models in their life. Not saying that they don't see it, but we want to be another avenue so they yeah. can so they can flourish and we can support them. And then those seniors who go through our program, they're guaranteed one of our um, student scholarships. Mm, nice. So, yeah. That's it. Now, yeah. um, when I read the goals for the foundation, uh, everything was so um, like, foundational you know like um like um yeah just basically and they could be implemented it seems like all through the years not like this has to happen and this has mm -hmm. to happen uh so one of the goals uh when i think about the work of me uh as well as going in at schools to set up boys clubs or going to uh you know talk to teachers about how structure how need classrooms yeah. how do you set those up uh funding sometimes becomes an issue in the schools that need me the most so how can uh, schools get in touch with you um, but in regard to the, I think the goal is to solicit funds and sponsorships for educational staff development. So let's say a school needs to bring somebody in like that. How do you all work that through? So we try and um, write grants. We have a, an advisory board and they are uh, very influential, influential around the Houston community. And so um, we run a lot of things through our advisory board leaders um, because they speak on behalf of HAPSI and some of them have contacts um, to very big organizations that want to give back. And so we try and support um, as we can. We may give like a mini scholarship so a teacher can go to um, a conference. Um, but we also try in HAPSI to provide everything at no cost for our members. And so um, that's why we encourage membership. Um, if we're putting on a program that's like one day or we're having a conference come up in um, July in Galveston, membership has its privileges. And so that rate is a discounted rate for members. Mm -hmm. So we try and support as best as we can. Um, we have a lot of influence now around the city. And so we're trying to keep a very positive light for HAPSI um, so that when we ask, you know, corporations to give, they give, um, give heavy, mm. give <laughs> heavy, heavy. Give hey. heavy. <laughs> <laughs> so now one, I know you talked about this too, the conference. Um, so last year it was in Galveston, correct? Yes. Yeah. And I, I, I don't know why I missed it last year. I remember Ms. Robinson asking me about it, but I think I was going out of town. That may have been on a Mexico trip or something like that. Oh, okay. But I well. missed it. Hey, hey. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's already written in stone. Oh, good. Good. So now it'll be here in the city. It will be back in Galveston, the 6th okay. and 7th. Um, the I don't want to quote wrong, but I believe registration is just $200 mm -hmm. for members. Um, and Hotel rooms, I think, are at 180, July 6th and 7th. Let me tell you, to get Moody Gardens in July, July 4th weekend, July period, for that amount of money is absolutely phenomenal. And so we wanted to have a conference to where if a district or school wasn't able to pay for their teacher to come, 
they may be able to afford it. So you can split that room with maybe two or three, four other teachers or educators and come in and let us pour into you. So there are... Um, Professional Development Committee is absolutely awesome. All of my committees are awesome and hardworking. They worked over Christmas break. They worked over Thanksgiving break. They work at night, early in the morning, just to make sure that these are exceptional conferences. Now, I know, I know you had a good time last year, but I'm just asking, are there any exclusives that you could provide for this year right <laughs> now on the show? Any, any, any exclusives? Um, I know they're securing... Um, a really phenomenal keynote. I know that. Mm -hmm. I know they're planning um, some type of excursion or evening activity. Mm. I know that. And um, I know that last year we told y'all to come in your tennis shoes. And I don't think people realize like, I'm serious. I'm a shoe fanatic, like come in your tennis shoes. So um we even gave away prizes for like the best tennis shoe. Nice. So like our tennis shoe game in Hapsi, if you if you don't know, we we don't come to play. So hey. we don't play fair <laughs> when it comes to our uh, shoe game. Look, look. I, and so you'll be comfortable know, at the conference. You will be very comfortable at the conference. If they don't know, they can just go back and check your feet. Because <laughs> you stay with something fly on. My nephew is my shoe plug, so I'll I'll be sure to plug him um, at the end of this. Hey. My nephew is my uh, that's Dr. Mason's son. He is my shoe plug. I go to him for everything. So let's see here. Yeah. We had a few comments. Uh, oh. Let's see, Miss Barbara Mullen. Oh, yes. hey, Dr. Mullen. Yes. Yes. Oh, uh, Sheila. Hey, Coach. Hey. Look at, okay. Let's see here, Alice. She said just, just tuned in. Okay, good thing we were just talking about it. Oh, yeah, okay. Yes. Okay, so we'll have to uh, shout that out one more time for Oh, Oh, she said she made a typo. Let me say, oh, looking, not look. Okay, <laughs> so basically, uh, just talk, just if you could tell her one more time what HAPS is. Yes, the Houston Area Alliance of Black School Educators, but let me be clear, it is for everyone, everyone that works with students. And so it does not matter the color. We welcome everyone. Um, and we were established to support our teachers who support our students that look like us. Hey, that's it. That's so it. We're, we're all about our future. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> looking forward to the work this year for the conference. I'm going to put you on a committee. You'll, hey. you, we'll talk soon. So you okay. should have said that. We'll, you're on the committee. I got hey. you. Stamped. <laughs> that's cool, though. I, uh, yeah. look, anyway, I can help. Some, uh, unleashed lives at the conference. Look, I'll, I'll be there we right go. there. I got you. Okay, let's let's get That's that it. go. Y'all heard it here first. That's it. All right. <laughs> now, um, switching gears, you know, on just thinking about the work that you do from the nine to five. Um, this summer, I, I remember, um, like I said, getting ready for the school year. Then we had all these directors roll out for TA. And you got to do this, and you got to switch this up. And they say, well. well we're not going to tell you how to do it. We'll just tell you what to do. Yeah. All right. <laughs> so um, at the uh, director of this department, um, safe and secure, what was your part in getting these directives out? Uh, and how did you play a role in that? I guess in Harris County? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so what was your role in kind of pushing? So we work as a, a resource for our school districts within Harris County. Um, around Texas, and now we're actually nationally. And so when we when we also get the directives, 
because we also have campuses. And so when we get them, we um, share them with all of our school districts, um, our police chiefs. We have an uh, operations board that consists of um, members from every district within Harris County. And so we we try and help them and ease the pain. So all summer, of course, after Uvalde, um, we picked up because everybody, it was very reactionary. Um, and unfortunately, that's what it took for school safety to be the forefront um, as a priority in our, in our schools. And so it wasn't anything that we had to do. We didn't have to create anything because we've been doing it. Um, the Center for Safe and Secure Schools has been around since 1999. Um, however, it just wasn't a priority. Um, so we we were ready to go. So when districts were calling us, um, needing services, needing trainings, needing explanation, needing help, um, my team was very small um, until the last two weeks, two weeks ago, um, we actually grew um, to six. We were a team, a small team of three, and now we're a team of six. So um, just supporting our districts and, and helping them dissect what the state was asking for. And understanding that we needed to upgrade our policies around door locks, um, propping open doors, um, visitors, what that all that what that entails. And so helping districts as just a resource or support. That's what Harris County is a an organization that um, serves as a support for our districts. Yeah. Well, when you uh when you said door propping, that kind of shook me on the inside. Yeah, Man, my we've all, first. We've all, everybody's done it, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah, that's what my first year. Uh, yeah, as AP, I remember going to those meetings, and of course, once they put the key cards on, they saying, "Okay, now we we know all your doors computerized. We know yep. which ones open and who's propping." Yeah, and uh, when I tell you, Chief went in in one of our meetings that first year. Oh, yeah. That, six years ago, you do not have to worry about doors being propped. By right, bottom. we got to talk. You know, yeah. that's just what it is. Uh, yeah, but so, so many things. So now, I, I know you said uh, you were there as a specialist. How was it going from the specialist role over into the director role? So it was um, it was interesting because um, I tell this story. I, I did not see myself as a leader or director. I didn't. I went from an assistant principal um and it's no no secret. I I resigned in November of 2017. I said I I don't think this is for me because the things that I want to do to support kids, it felt like if it wasn't about academics, yeah. nobody wanted to hear it. And I was like, I'm I'm up against a wall here. These kids aren't going to learn until we learn how to reach them. And so I can discipline all day long. Students were getting suspended. They were getting arrested. And I was like, we are the pipeline to prison and I'm not going to be a part of this anymore. Didn't necessarily have a plan, but I knew I couldn't continue to do this. I needed to be the change or it was going to kill me because it was, it was hard to go home and just do nothing. Um, it felt really bad. And so I came over as a specialist for culture and climate. And now we, um, support schools um, with emotional safety. So we have the physical safety, the hard, um, but now we have the softer side um, leading from the heart, the hard work. Uh oh, I think I cut off. Let me see.
My God. Technology is a wonderful thing when it works. <laughs> and then I get a message say something happened, but it's not your fault. Oh and no. That only means I get a month free or something. Yes. I oh no. Yes. I'm bad. Oh my, oh my God. What just happened? I know I was just talking away, and then I, oh, I was like, oh wait, okay. Yeah, I, and I couldn't see anything. Then it got quiet. I said, okay. But look, that's what happens when you go live. You just got to be yeah. ready and roll with you're it. Ready. That's it. That's it. Flexibility. <laughs> so, I got us back. All right. So now, uh, where do where do we stop it? I, I think. Oh, so I, you asked about my transition from director to specialist, and so I yes. was in this. I was in the the division, and then my director he um, he retired, and um, so I went. I applied, not thinking, you know, maybe I get the first round. So I got the first round, the second round and the third round and they were beasts and they were, they moved very fast. Mm. Um, and so my superintendent, um, he said, I'm going to give you a year. And if it, it doesn't work, then that's it. But you have a year. Show me what you got. Show and, me what you got. and I'm three years in three years in must work. <laughs> so I'm still here. <laughs> and uh, what I guess, um, you know, and and just being real, sometimes it's the dynamics, it's the environment, it's the space, it's the people. Yeah. So what, what do you think was the difference between that position when you resigned and then taking that upkeep, finding out that leadership is in your uh, wheelhouse? Yeah. So I think it's, um, you know, we go to school to be a teacher, right? And then I went to school, got my master's, went through the program. And I said, okay, assistant principal. But I was, I like I said, nine years inside fear. So then I moved to, I, and I was a middle school teacher, eighth grade. Then I moved to Houston ISD and I taught fourth grade, never taught elementary. And I was in, um, at Brookline Elementary, so Broadway area. So completely different. So I was commuting, I was living inside fear, commuting all the way 610 on Broadway. Did that for two years and it was absolutely amazing. I fell in love with the little ones. Mm -hmm. And then I met Dr. DeBose because I was Brookline's HAPSI teacher of the year. Okay. Dr. DeBose was the president of HAPSI. And so I was like, oh, I want to come work for you. And so I worked at uh, Red Elementary one year and she mentored me, guided me, and I was an assistant principal. And so I left uh, Red Elementary, which was in Maryland, and went to Attics Middle School, which is in Sunnyside. Sunnyside. And, um, mm-hmm, yeah. I love all my children. And sometimes I find that um, they need love, too. And like I said, we had to be able to reach them before we could teach them. And But I was hitting a wall because we were looking at test scores, looking at attendance, um, Hurricane Harvey hit all kind of things, but everybody wanted to focus on the academics. And I get that. But I was like, if we don't equip our students to be able to thrive when they get out of school, we're doing them an injustice. Most definitely. And so we weren't doing restorative practices. We weren't doing anything. I was disciplining every day. And I was like, something has to change. Yeah. And it was, it was nobody's fault. I just knew in my heart, I couldn't keep doing this. I couldn't keep sending students to jail because they assaulted somebody. So went to Harris County Department of Education without a plan. That was just supposed to be my break. I was going to take a two-year break and go back. 
I guess I'm still on break because I have no nothing. But no, I'm able to do ever. more. Yeah, do more <laughs> in this role than yeah. I could be in a traditional school setting. Yeah, yeah. And the biggest so. thing about it, those moves, it's always about just affecting change on a bigger platform. Yeah. Right. And so, so even if we're comfortable, sometimes you have to go and grow. Yeah. Uh, be a little uncomfortable, but then yeah. once you come out of that cocoon, what a butterfly. Absolutely. You know, I, I got you now. I yeah. got you. So that's my story. That's how, I'm yeah. originally from Iowa, so I'm not even from Houston. Yeah. Um, and so moved here when I graduated and haven't looked back. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, with the Uvalde, um, we know there was a few pieces missing. Uh, we found that out uh, as we kind of go through the places. Um, if I'm not prepared, let's say I'm a school in HISD or Fort Bend, anywhere around, well, I guess Harris County. So mm -hmm. if I'm that school and I say I am not prepared, I don't feel prepared, um, would you all come out and help? And if so, what does that process look like? Absolutely. So we do um, emergency operations plannings. We do school safety and facility audits. We're in about 13 or 14 districts now um, doing all of their campuses. So giving them recommendations. It's never an I got you, but recommendations of things that my team has seen that could potentially be a hazard. So we are we are truly like the support or the resource. There is no judgment because we've all been there. So And we want to make schools safer. So if you need support with your emergency operations plan, people who do those are usually the assistant principals. You've never done one. And you're looking at words and vocabulary that make no sense to you. I know because I was in that position. And, and so I learned the role. And I said, if we can provide trainings and cohorts to help these assistant principals who are responsible for school safety, they can go back and be an expert in school safety. I know that to be true because I hired an assistant principal. I've hired two in the last two years because they learned that role. And that's what we needed was the the earpiece of schools of what they're doing, what they're struggling with and how we can build programs to support them. That's it. And I, and I yeah. want to make sure I ask that question because yeah, like you say that oof, I was, um, I was never over um, the security. Like I, it was me and my partner. We were the same. We were together yeah. for years. He had his roles. Yeah. I had my roles. And when he left, Oh boy, I had to learn everything quick. That fire drill folder, <laughs> that fire marshal folder. Oh, have yeah. it ready, and then what's your plan? Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. So I, I I spent my last year uh, at the elementary school just figuring that out, rewriting the book, making sure fire marshal yeah. was happy, making sure everybody was secure. Yeah. Uh, luckily though, we had so many things in place till I was able to just really, like I say, learn the lingo, mm -hmm. be able to learn more about it, and put it together. But if people don't know that there's a resource for you, yeah. like you don't suffer in silence. Even yeah. if your counterparts in your district can't help, call Dr. Julie. But call me. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> We're, we welcome it. I mean, we yes. literally, we welcome um, all support. Tomorrow we're in Channel View. We're running um, some exercises with them. Um, and it came from the top. Like, you know, people are realizing we need to have a plan and everybody needs to know how to do it. And so we're, we're doing like actual um, some safety training and plans, uh, wearing tennis shoes like out all day tomorrow yeah. on the what if scenarios. Mm, nice. Yeah. Now, with so much going on and and, I'm, and maybe it's sent to you, but I never know with, with um, you know, with the have seat, with the work, mm 
uh, just with everything, how do you stay on top of the latest practices uh, that's happening? So wherever you go, yeah. you're effective. So um, for for work, that's my priority. Mm-hmm. And so um, there's like a network of emergency managers and directors over school safety. And there's organizations, and I'm, I'm a part of several organizations. There's conferences, but then they also send out emails. Um, I meet with Office of Emergency Management for the county, uh, for the city, um, just to represent the education piece of it. Um, most of the police chiefs in um, the Houston schools, we have a cohort, and so um, if I if I need something because I learn from more from them than they may learn from me, um, I just call them up. It's a very um, welcoming community, and it's not a community that I would ever think that I would be a part of because my background is not emergency management, and so that was the piece I think that sets me apart is because I know that without the emotional safety, you can't have physical safety and vice versa. They they have they're the multipliers of each other. You have to have both. And I'm not saying school shootings could be, would not happen. But if we look at the research, a lot of these um, killers, because that's what they are, they had some type of emotional breakdown. And so could we have been the change? We won't know, of course. But let's equip our our students and our teachers and our parents to be prepared for the signs and symptoms and be able to offer some type of support. And I agree with you with that one, though. Yeah. Um, That emotional breakdown. And like I said, people just weren't paying attention, but the signs were there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Ooh, that was that was deep, but I I didn't want to touch it too much. I just want the people to get that you are a resource. Thank you. Uh, the department is a resource and to reach out to you all. And that's that's what it's about, connecting those resources. Please do. Uh, you know, when people call, hey, like like I got a networking event and they always say, well, what do you do? I just say, yeah. I build bridges. Yeah. Right? That's it. Yep. <laughs> that's it. And people don't learn from kids they don't like. So let's, yeah. let's hey, remember that. Come on now. There we go. Linda Pearson. She's yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think about those kids that's not learning. Something we got to. We have to meet them halfway or all the way of where they are. And I think that um, teachers, I applaud them. That's why our um, teacher of the year is is so special every year. Like we have to go all out for these teachers because they are in the trenches every day. They're doing things to reach these students that no, I wouldn't even thought of when I was in the classroom. And that wasn't that long ago. And so however we can support our teachers is, is, is going to be key. Most definitely. Yeah. Coach Sheila says, great information. Thank okay, you, Coach. Sheila, I agree. Thank you. Hey, right, then that was so funny. She said, that's that live for you. It put <laughs> us on a quick, very quick intermission. Yeah. Intermission. <laughs> Let's go get some water, anything real quick. Right. Now, before we land this plane, uh, two big things happened that I was able to watch uh, over the past year, I would say. Uh, the graduation. Oh yeah, I'm still celebrating. That's yes. a whole. That's I'm still celebrating. So now with that, what? I, and I just want to know because I've been thinking about it. But you know, you work full time, uh, Madam President. How did you find this time, and what was the most, I guess, challenging part of the journey? So 
it wasn't until it, was, it started being the dissertation writing. And so I, I was, um, I, I was not myself. Like I wasn't focused. It, I, I would just get up, go to work, come home, write on that dissertation. The weekends, I would have to disappear, uh, work on the dissertation. Um, I had an amazing chair though. So I worked all over last year, Thanksgiving break, Christmas break, and we would have writing sessions. She didn't let me fail. And so if it wasn't for her, I would probably still be like, I'm all but dissertation. But she was like, where are you? She texts me. I haven't gotten anything from you today. You know, what do you need help with? Jump on the Zoom. Let's talk through it. Um, but it was more myself as well. Julia, you told yourself you were going to be a doctor by December. You need to be a doctor by December 2022. Yeah. Um, I have an amazing um, boss and support system at my job. So if he felt like, have you written today? No, not, you know, no. You know, we would have one-on-ones and he would say, how can I help you? How can I support you with this? You don't always get that, right? And so it was some weekends on a Saturday where he would just send a message like, I hope you're writing, have a good weekend. So it was like people were rooting for you, but I was rooting for myself. Um, I wanted this for myself. And what's next? I mean, I don't know. But I knew I wanted this for myself um, and I needed to be done by December 2022 because I, I, I like to be outside. Yeah. I mean, we were inside for so long. Like, I want to be outside and I couldn't justify. I had to sit down. And I think that's the hard part for a lot of people. I was OK with stepping away from sorority. Um, my priority was HAPSI, but I have an amazing um, team. We have an amazing group of committee members, leaders. Um, but I was like, everybody's rooting for me. I'm I'm going to be Dr. Julia Y. Andrews regardless. And so I had to put me first. Yeah. It's so hard for people to do because it feels selfish. Yeah. But I was like, nope. So it was crying, tears, um, giving up. Yeah. But. Say that yeah. ugly crying. Just throw everything. Like, oh, like, throw, it, throw it away. Like, I don't, I give up. But it was, it was people rooting for me. And. Yeah. And I felt like I didn't want to let myself down or the people in my corner. That's nice. That's so, it. That's and it. I was surrounded by doctors. So everybody around me is a doctor. Yeah. Um, my president-elect, Dr. Rhonda Mason, we finished together. We she just she defended on a Thursday. I was that next Tuesday. We did this together this last year. So it helped. That's nice. It really did. Yeah. Now the next thing I got to see was just very recently. <laughs> I thought you, I thought you about to join in or be our backup singer or something because I see you kicking it with Fantasia. <laughs> so I didn't know what was happening next. I was like, wait a minute, she's switching the gears. Yes. So talk to me about that. How was it? How did you like did they have passes? I mean, what happened? So let me give you some backstory. Sigma Gamma Row Sorority Incorporated, we turned yeah. 100 2022. And so we've celebrated all year. So we had um Summer celebration in July in at Indianapolis, and then our Founders Day. And then um, I think it was a day after or two, they announced Fantasia was um, our one of our honorary soars in this um, centennial class. 
And so then we saw Fantasia's going on tour in Houston. So I'm like, I'll get a ticket, you know, no big deal. I get a message and they were like, you know, you've been invited to go backstage. You couldn't tell, you couldn't tell me nothing this weekend. All weekend, I was like, oh, I'm going to see Fantasia. I, I was at Pilates, like, hey, y'all, those women didn't know what I was talking about. I was like, I'm going to see Fantasia. So I was so excited, but she is our um, she's our sorority sister, and um, a limited number of soras were able to um, go back to the meet and greet. So it was like leadership within the sorority and within the, the community. Um, our international grand bachelor and our executive director are both, uh, they both live here in Houston. And so um, they're movers and shakers. So, so Fantasia's all, you know, she'll sell out just from her sores. Yeah. I'm sure. Man, so, that was, yeah. that's awesome. I, I yeah. was, okay, I'm, I'm glad yeah. I got so, that yeah, explanation. Nobody can say they don't know about Sigham Rose Sorority Incorporated because clearly we've huh. given y'all everything this last year for our centennial. Come on now. Everything, yeah. like everything. So, oh, let me see. A friend gave it a thumbs up in the heart. All right, friend. okay, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. All right, so now, as we close, if you have not, after hearing everything about what Hapsy does, decided to join, or you're a little hesitant, what's that last pitch for them, Madam President, to get them to go ahead and become a member today? So, um, Hapsy. It's the most affordable professional organization. It's the greatest network on earth. There are so many people I know, and I'm one of them, who have benefited from being a member, but not just a member, being in the work. And those people who make decisions see the work that you're doing. And you you can move move up. I mean, we lift as we climb. So um, there's some there's something for everyone if you want to do a lot or a little. We have something for you, but I think it's going to be the best $130 that you'll ever spend um, growing yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. We so, lift as we climb. Lift as we climb and have uh, We absolutely do. I like that. So now uh, give them the information in case they want to reach out or, or anything to catch up with you at ACDE um, for school leaders uh, to just talk about that safety. Because like I say, Yes. Resource, resource, resource. But you got to know it's there and then you have to use it once you know. So people, now you know. Yeah. Time to go. So, so they it, can they can follow me on Twitter. So I recently changed my Twitter name and I, my phone. I don't have my phone with me to figure out my Twitter. Uh, I think it's at Dr. J.Y. Andrews is my new Twitter. Okay. I changed my name. Um, you can follow for Hapsy. It's at Hapsy and the number three on Twitter. And then um, for the Center for Safe and Secure Schools, it's um, CSSS underscore HCDE. And they can also find us at Hapsy.org and then HCDE-Texas.org. Or Google. Or Google. You know, I Googled said. myself the other day and I was like, oh, how do I get some of this information off? But Google <laughs> Google will always work. It always works, whether you like I mean, it or not. I mean, everybody's watching. I mean, yeah, so. <laughs> All right, Doc. Well, I want to say thank you for taking thank you. time out. Um, yeah, to just come through, talk about the work. Uh, and just, you know, like I say, being that resource for people because we got to take advantage. We say we want to grow, we want to get better, and, yeah. and then we never make those actions. But tonight was all about pushing people to take that action, to do something. You have so, to. You have to. 
Thank you so much, doctor. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we'll be All in right. touch. We'll see you at the Hapsy conference. Yes, I told look, she already said I'm right there on the side with the, I got the whole banner step and repeat thing, just <laughs> calling everybody over. How you feel about this? We, that's it. That's, we that's got me. you. I'm there. That's Call you. me. Okay. All right, <laughs> right y'all. This is KT for KT TV signing out. 100. This is Darnell Broadcast Houston. This is Dr. Tamara Beckford. Hey, this is Candace. This is London Underwood. This is Kirsten Bass with Inner City Greens, and you're watching. Y'all are now tuned in to KTTV. 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 Is that right? <laughs>